Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLean. Welcome to the Gen Z Show. I'm your host, James McLam. Today, I'm joined by Mr. David Wright. David Wright is the chief coach for the Ziegler uh, Corporation. He trains life coaches all over the United States. He is one of the best coach trainers in the world today. And I'm really excited to be with him today because we're going to talk about the value of coaching for youth. Yes, coaching for youth, not sports coaching, but life coaching. We all know that youth are facing a crisis, a crisis of epic proportions. And David has joined Generation Ziegler and formed a new coaching program for people who want to be life coaches for youth. And we're calling it the Generation Youth Coaching Program. And we're excited to share it with you today. And today, David and I are going to dive into this topic and really examine it in a very in-depth way. So hang on to yourself. Look at the links because you're going to want to find out more about this program. And let's go to our interview with Mr. David Wright. David, welcome to the Gen Z Show. Thank you for, for being my guest today. Me and you have been friends now for uh, nine years, almost 10, nine years. Maybe more. <laughs> so I was, it was 2013, wasn't it? When yeah, we, it when was. We first, yeah. yeah, so we're coming up on nine uh, that our time together and stuff. And I did a little introduction to you before the uh, before I started the podcast, but our audience wants to hear from you. Tell them a little bit about yourself, where you are in life, and what's going on with you. Sure. Well, I am. Uh, my wife and I live here in Franklin, Tennessee, and um, the Tennessee is actually my home state, so it's been good to get back home. Uh, we've been back here about a year. Um, we do executive coaching. We do um, marriage enrichment coaching with. Uh, CEOs and, and um, business owners and their spouse. Uh, and then one of the main things I do is I coach coaches. I'm privileged to work with Tom Ziegler at the Ziegler Corporation and to write all their coaching programs and to coach and train the coaches that we work with there. So that's kind of the focus of what we do every day. And um, so it's just an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today, James. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, one word you said over and over and over again, and it's going to be the focus of what we talk about, is coaching. Yes. And I know immediately when people hear the word coaching, they're thinking athletic type coaching. But that obviously is in a totally different realm. Tell us what you mean by the word coaching. Well, let me give you a little background, too, just to give you some context around it. Coaching actually started, the term for coaching actually started um, back um, before the 20th century, back at Oxford University. And uh, that and it started in the education side of Oxford. And so what they did, they would assign tutors or they called them coaches to work with the students when they were coming up on an exam to help them prepare and, and equip them to go in and take the exam and do well on it. 
And so it kind of became a term based on um, getting a student from where they were to where they wanted to be. And, and so, and the term coach came out of that because um, back in that time, the people in Czechoslovakia were really good at building coaches or carriages. And, uh, and so they became famous in Europe, all the, uh, leaders and royalty in Europe wanted a coach or a carriage built by the people there in that area in Czechoslovakia. And so that just became a term for helping people get from where they are to where they want to be. And so it was several years later before the term actually showed up in sports at Oxford. Uh, for the guys who taught the rowing teams, if you remember back then, they had uh, teams of guys that would row the boats and race and all that. And the people who worked with them became coaches. And so, but the term coach actually started on the education side before it moved over to the athletic side. So, but here in America, it, you know, it became, it's always been a huge terms associated with sports and uh, coaches have been known to be influencers in the lives of people. And so, but really what coaching is about, it's about drawing out the best in someone. And um, so it, you know, the, the definition for potential is the capacity to be more or become more. And so we all have that capacity. Every person on the planet has that capacity. And so what coaching does, it's a process that draws out, as Mr. Zig Ziglar used to say, it draws out that more capable person that's living within you. Wow. So that you can maximize your potential. And so that's kind of the foundation, the heart of coaching. Wow. You know, it's, that that statement that you made the the description of coaching i remember you when you taught a coaching class that i attended and you said it was an old english word come from carriage takes i've always remembered that that the the way to look at coaching it takes you from where you are to where you want to be and that is such a vivid illustration to me of uh okay physically a coach can take me from you know, point A to point B, but metaphorically and, and literally, I guess, in your life, that's just such a strong statement. Um, and I really love what you just said there. It's drawing out the best of someone because yeah, I don't think, and I'm kind of getting off on a tangent, I don't think athletic coaches understand what that word means when they're called, called that. They just think it's leading a group of folks to, you know, get a win, but it's really drawing out the best of someone. That's yeah. that's powerful. Yeah, I was just watching um, uh, at my brother's this weekend. We were there, and uh, we were watching um, a story, an autobiographical kind of thing about Bill Belichick and uh, mm -hmm. Saban, and they're really good friends. They grew up in the uh, sports together and coaching and all that. But one of the things Nick Saban was talking about, and the reason I believe he's been such a success at what he does, he was talking with his players about your mindset is more important than your skill set. 
if you end up just focusing on what you're good at, you're going to limit yourself. And so he really works with his players on developing and coaching them into a positive mindset, a mindset that draws on the best of who they are so they can grow and be more. And I coaches who understand that, whether it's business coach or athletics coach or whatever type coach it is, that's really what it's about is drawing out that best in people and helping them see what they haven't seen before about themselves. This all kind of is kind of flowing together unintentionally. I wish I could say I had a master plan of how these were arranged, but I recently, less than a month ago or a little over a month ago, interviewed uh, Coach Nate Hearn. You know Coach Nate Hearn. Yes. And for those of you who have not watched that episode, you need to go back a few episodes and watch it about a month ago. Coach Nate Hearn is one of the coaches from uh, that the book and the movie Friday Night Lights was based on yes. uh, from Odessa, Texas. And we talked a lot. And after he and I got through talking, we talked about how a, a coach, a, a, a coach that cares can really impact you and change their lives. And he gave me the names of two of his former players that he said would, would, exemplify that would be great examples of that and i interviewed them and just a couple of weeks ago we had that podcast up and it has become one of the most popular episodes that we have done in the last six months but one because it you know that community is embracing it and they're watching a lot they're sharing it back and forth our friend heather pritchard uh, uh is yes. from that high school and she she's a said hey yes i understand that but they talked about how their lives were changed because of, of men like coach nate hearn drawing out the best in them uh, yes. of, of worrying more about their attitude and more about going forward so this kind of all flows together unintentionally but it's kind of great how stuff like that happens sometimes all right i could see our audience saying hey we understand how that works for them maybe academically maybe uh, working athletically, going coaching for youth, but can we actually affect youth in a life coaching situation? You know, how, how does that whole process work? Um, that's a new concept. A lot of people are not thinking about that. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, I had a couple things. Personally, I remember the people um, who mentored me and influenced me um, and coaching wasn't a big term back when I was growing up in mm -hmm. high school and college and all that. But there were key people in my life that did that very thing I'm talking about, drew out the best of me, helped me see beyond my blind spots and recognize the potential that I had. And one of the ways I started bringing that, when my daughter went to college, um, they had her go through Strengths Finder, one of the first things they did. And the college had recognized that all these kids are coming to school with their pastor's, you know, impression of them, their teachers' impression of them, their parents' impressions of them, their friends. And everybody's been telling these kids, oh, you're good at this, or you should be this, or you should be that. But they never had discovered what, who am I? What's my passion? And so what the college recognized, if in the beginning, that first semester, the students identify their strengths and then show them all the different ways those strengths could be 
used out in the world? And then what are you passionate about? And so that was such a great concept. And so what they offered the parents was, so we would know what our children were going to, why don't you come spend a Saturday with us and we'll take you through this whole process. Well, it was such a huge revelation for me because first times I went through it, I realized, oh, man, weird. this is who I am, you know? And so what it did for the um, students was it helped them identify what they were passionate about and who they were. And then they had a somebody assigned to them that helped them in that first semester walk through this. Mm-hmm. Well, what they did, what happened was this. Uh, their attrition rate went down because a lot of kids came to school thinking, oh, I'm going to be this or that, and they would get discouraged and go home Wow! and drop out of school. And so um, the other thing that happened, they said the kids that stayed would end up changing their major three or four times, trying to find that sweet spot. Right. And right. So, it happens very often. It's very common. Yeah. And so just by going through strengths finders and having someone coach them through that and ask them questions and help them self-discover, it's like my daughter, who's very talented musically, had decided, well, I'm going to major in music. That's what I've done, you know, and played piano and sang and done all this through school and church and all these things. But once she took strengths finders and really got into it, um, she came back to me and said, Dad, um, I don't want to disappoint you. However, I'm not going to major in music. I'm going to major in English with a focus in creative writing. And I will never forget the first day she went back and, and was in her creative writing class. And she texted me and said, I found my people, <laughs> you know, and she went on to graduate and actually get a job doing what she went to school for. Mm. And so that was such a uh, powerful message to me that coaching young um, people in high school and college is really important because we want to draw out of them who they are so they can see it and know this is who I am. Because as you know, James, and I'm sure you've got a a lot you can share on this. What we're looking for in our teens and early 20s is our identity. Who are we? Yes. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? You know. So I feel like that, that's one of the key reasons to coach uh, young people is to help them discover who they are and where they want to go. You know, we've interviewed over 2,500 young people from mid-teens to mid-twenties, ask them what the major issues and problems that that their generation is facing. And then we categorize those based on similarities. And it really fell down into three major categories. But the one that was the most predominant, the one that we could channel most of the answers into was exactly what you just said. It's a self-identity. It's a self-image problem, self-confidence. Who am I? What am I? Uh, you know, what can I do? Am I a failure in life? You know, all those types of things uh, of guiding through there. And it, I can see how someone, a, a coach that cares, uh, really can do that. You, you mentioned about a lot of informal coaching and mentoring when you were growing up. And I, when you said that, my mind immediately thought to my 
high school careers. And I thought, you know, I did have a lot of informal life coaches there. Yeah. And I think youth are still getting those. And we all can serve kind of as informal coaches. But why is it, would it be important for folks to learn a process or a procedure in which to guide you through this? Well, I think we want to be able to be intentional about it um, and know that if I've got a process that works and I know that it will help draw out what's inside someone, that more capable person, help them discover who they are and where they want to go, then having a process um, empowers me to empower them. You know, Ziegler, Mr. Ziegler used to say this. He said, the process takes the pressure off the person. Mm. And so if I've got a process that I know um, that I'm confident in and I know it, the results it produces, then I can confidently go in with anyone and just work the process and know that it's going to produce positive results. No matter who the person is, where they're coming from, what they may want. Uh, and so that's the power of a process. And so one of the things we find at Ziegler is um, our coaching process um, is what helps produce a result or what creates the results we're looking for. And even though it's we've got a structured process, there's so much flexibility in it built into it that it doesn't matter who I'm working with, what their personality might be, where they come from. Um, it's still going to work. It's still going to help them discover what they need to see so they can move forward. And um, one of the things I tell our coaches is work the process and the process will work for you mm -hmm. or honor the process and the process will honor you. Those are a couple the quotes I use a lot. And because sometimes we so want to help people, we overthink it. Yes. Yeah. We're in there trying to fix everything. And that coaching isn't about necessarily fixing everything. It's about helping you discover. So you own it. If I just tell you, well, that's my ideas, my thoughts, my answer. It's not yours. But through coaching and asking questions, if I can help pull out of you the answer, then that's your answer. That's your answer. I'm so glad you said that. So folks are so passionate that they almost overhelp. Yes. Try to pour too much into it. I had a guest recently that had a quote that, that says something during his interview. He he is the host of the podcast Thrivehood, which is uh, uh, for young men and, and boys and young men to help them reach their maximum potential. And one of the things is that he said is that we tend to communicate based on our own experiences and what we need. He says, and that may not be what young men need to hear. Exactly. He says, and so we need to rely on those who have investigated and done it to help us, you know, uh, be more effective in that. And you're echoing that as well. And, and that's a crucial thing. There are so many folks that want to help. And, and I'm, I see this all the time. They'll contact me. And they say, oh, I want to help these youth. I want to help this. I want to expand my offerings as a coach or as a speaker and trainer and go in to help youth. And I ask them, you know, where they feel called to do and the things that they talk about doing. I'm like, oh, guys, um, hmm, 
I'm not sure you're on the right track. You're you're basing what you want to tell them on your experiences as a youth, which was 30 years ago or sometimes 40 years ago. And the problems may be the same, but they manifest themselves differently now. And they are influenced by things differently now. Um, <clears throat> and that's why I love having that process uh, works. Yeah. All right. Going forward. So I got someone there listening to this. They're watching this. Uh, they're thinking, okay, I understand, but I don't think I'm the type of person that could coach someone effectively. What type of person is is able to coach someone effectively? I love it. You just smiled a little bit. So tell us why. Well, one of the re- I hear that a lot mm-hmm. from people who they've got such a heart to help others. They want to make a difference. And so they come through coaching, but one of the questions that they have to deal with is, can I do this? You know, I hear that, well, I don't know if I can do this, you know, and that's why we go back. That's why we're giving you a process. The process works. Uh, It's just like the coaching process is just like learning to drive a car or, play golf or play the piano, whatever. There, there are certain things that work, you know. Um, when I was learning to play piano, I had to learn the scales. Mm-hmm. I didn't like learning the scales, but once I learned them, everything made sense. And now when I was doing things, uh, it all made sense to me. And I had a process, you know. And so it's a similar thing. Um, I know if I go out and get in my car that I got to start the engine. Well, I got to do more than that. If I'm going to drive, I got to put it in drive and then I got to steer, you know? And so there are certain steps that we take to take a trip to go somewhere and to come back. And so it's the same thing is if you've got a good coaching process, I tell anyone can learn to do it. Mm-hmm. And all they have to do is follow the process. Now, as you get, as you grow in that, working that process, the things within you that God's put in you, intuition and, and your creativity will come to play in that, and it becomes your process. Wow. And that's important to notice is that they're not locked in because I can hear a lot of people saying, you're going to teach me something that doesn't fit my personality. I don't want to do that. No. And and none of us do, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's a great thing about it is while like in our coaching process at Ziegler, I've got examples written in there, but I tell my coaches all the time, if that, if that story doesn't resonate with you, tell one of your stories. What's been your experience and just share this use this activity or make up your own activity, but um, make it yours. And that's the thing is people who work with you uh, and, you know, Bob Berg says this, they want to know, like, and trust you. And so while the process is there to give you a guide, a map, uh, you know, a road, a path to follow, you still have the flexibility to do it the way that's most natural to you. Mm. And so, and put your personality in there. 
we want to work with people that we we know. And so you want your clients to know you. You want your tr- clients to like you. You want to build rapport, rapport, and you want them to trust you. And so you want to be genuine and transparent with them. And um, and but come with confidence and come with the process. What the process does, it helps us stay on track. Now, I don't know if you're familiar. Are you familiar with the DISC personality profile, James? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm certified yeah. through John Maxwell. So. Okay. So I am what they call a high eye. And high Gee. eyes are in, they call them influencers, but um, we're the people who are the first one at the party and the last one to leave. We like talking to everybody in the room. Nobody's a stranger, you know. Everybody likes me. Why wouldn't they like me? I'm just a likable person, you know. Those are high <laughs> eyes. And so I'm a high eye. But the other one of the things high eyes are challenged with, we are, we live so much in the moment that if I didn't have a process to follow, the coaching conversation, there's no telling where it would go and what we would talk about. I really wouldn't. We'd just be having a good time. We both would leave the session going, oh, that was a good time. But did we make any progress? You know, so the process helps, gives us a framework that we can work through to make progress. And as long as you use the process, anybody can coach somebody else. I like what John Maxwell says. He said, pure and simple leadership is influence. And everyone influences someone. Mm-hmm. And so coaching in one context, that's what we're doing is we're helping influence the other person. And, and there, we all have the ability to influence someone else positively. You said this uh, in one of your coaching sessions, uh, coach trainings, you said that I'm going to lead you and you can finish it. That coaching is the transference of confidence. See, I love that. I love that, that you're transferring the confidence that you have not only in yourself, but in the process to your client, to the person you're working with. And they're willing then to take that. Even if it's a baby step, they're willing to take that mm-hmm. first step and risk moving forward and doing something new. How is coaching different than counseling? Uh, the way I define it is counseling focuses on things that we've experienced in the past that are impacting us today and how to deal with those. Mm-hmm. Coaching is focused on today and how to create a future that we want to step into. Now, occasionally during coaching, the past will come up and we deal with it by talking through it and asking questions. Uh, a counselor is licensed to prescribe things and do things from a counseling perspective that a coach is not. I will help you process through that. And and we look at, okay, what is the limiting belief, the mindset that's holding you back there that's impacting you? Now, how can we reframe that thinking so that it becomes not a limiting belief, but a launching belief that moves us beyond what's holding us down so we can move forward. And so, uh, that's what I tell everybody is, you know, counseling, again, is dealing with past things that are impacting us today. So we want to deal with those so we can live today 
mm-hmm. at peace and happy and um, and coaching is looking at the potential inside the person today going how can we maximize that draw that out so we create the future that they want well that's powerful well another question i have that i'm thinking our audience is going to want to know is okay I don't want to do one-on-one or group coaching. I want to work with a youth group or I'm, my role is that I'm inside uh, working with a youth organization as their adult leader. Do I even need to be messing with this? I mean, how does this apply to what I'm doing as, as a youth leader? Well, I think one of the, one of the ways it applies, it gives you tools to use, even if you're working with a large group, like leading a, uh, in a youth organization or some, it gives you tools that when they come with questions, you've got tools to use now to speak mm-hmm. into them. Or it gives you, helps you understand, here's the way the mind works. And, and so if you're working with a group, here's some things you can do to help draw out of those, those kids in that group uh, what's inside of them and help them grow beyond where they are. And so I think the biggest way it helps you, it gives you, like, again, a process or a framework or some tools to use to help you be more impactful and productive in what you're doing. Wow, that's that, that seems like this could apply to everybody. And and I'm kind of leading this up to something that you and I have been working on now for several for several months that I've been been planning and, and we have rolled out and our audience probably already knows that. And that is our generation youth coaching program and that you are helping us and you're, you're helping us write this program as we go forward. And we're really excited about that. Could you mind sharing a little bit about what you see that program? And then I'll add to it. Sure. Well, what we're doing with the generation youth coaching program is creating a process that you as a coach working with youth or college age uh, students, um, and it's a lot of what I've already said, but can very intentionally work with them to draw out of them um, who they are, help them see who they are. I like to say we see what we've never seen before. We hear what we've never heard before. We understand what we've never understood before. And so what this program is about is empowering our youth to stand up in confidence and be who they are, help them discover that, and then help them create a track forward to accomplish what their desire is in life. And James, I would ask you a question. I know you've been doing this for several years now, working with youth in this capacity. What's a good example that you've seen of how this impacts someone, a young person, and changes their life positively. Well, in our current situation uh, that the world has gone through over the past two years, we have a lot of of youth, especially those who are transitioning from high school to college, or even younger ones than that. Uh, it can be, I guess, any at that age range there that are really uncertain. They have a lot of uncertainty about what they want to do in life or where they are in life. A lot of these rites of passage that you and I experienced during our last couple of high school years and maybe our first couple of college years or, or you know, from that 16-year-old to 20-year-old time frame, they've not had. that. Those have been totally upturned. So they're very uncertain about things. Yeah. They, they have poor relationship skills. They have poor motivation. Uh, 
They really lack a clear purpose and identity a lot of times and a process that someone can guide them through. Uh, and as you said, being very intentional, dry out and then things that they don't even know about themselves so that the, can give them some confidence stepping forward. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to hear you say that word of confidence is that really that's that's what we want our youth to have. We want them to have the confidence to step forward. These are going to be the leaders of your community, of your state, of our country. And we've got to empower them to step forward. Or we're going to have, we're going to have a generation that is that could be as many as 10 to 15 years behind in their development of who they are as individuals. And those who are do have those uh skills, those who do have that right mindset, they're going to be so far ahead of the rest of the crowd. It's going to be amazing. They may have others that are smarter than them, academically smarter or athletically more talented, but they're going to be so much more ahead of them because of their mindset. They're going to leave everybody in the ground. So I want to equip a whole generation of people who want to invest in youth, whether it is through coaching in in this life coaching model of maybe one-on-one or in group, or as you just pointed out, working through a youth group or youth organization. I want to equip adults with these skills that they need so that they can confidently have a process uh, to to impact youth. I mean, I I just think it is needed now more than ever. I think it's always needed, but in generations past, because of the way culture was, we had more interaction with people who became our um, informal coaches, our informal mentors. Right. Um, And and I just don't think we have that now. Uh, Would you agree on that? No, we do have that, and that's the power of what this coaching program is going to be, I believe, is that it gives everyone a tool they can take and use, a process they can take and use to to empower the youth of today. And, and we need that so much. Um, the, one of the things, I'm, I'm going to tie this in here, so bear with me for a second. But one of the things we're seeing today is um, there's an epidemic of loneliness in the world. It's in the loneliness they've identified is in the top three reasons people die worldwide. In America, most people say 50% of people in America say they're acutely lonely. We're more connected today in more ways via our devices and all the social media things online, but yet we're more distant than we've ever been. Yeah, they're right. Dr. Tim Elmore says of this generation, they're the most connected generation in the history of the world, but they're also the most isolated. Yes. Yeah, that's a great way to say that. And so the power of what this does with the coaching program and working with you. They're hungry for it. They're looking for someone to come along and say, I can help. I can show you the way. I can help you find the way. And that's the power of what we do. And when when you help someone build, let's, you mentioned lack of relational skills. If you help someone build their relational skills and their communication skills through coaching, man, that empowers them to go out now and connect and mm-hmm relate to everyone around them and build relationships and communicate at a level that empowers them to move forward in life. And a lot of the, 
my wife and I, like I said, a lot of what we do with executive coaching, one of the things they're looking for, James, is people that can connect and communicate, you know. Right. And everything, I, I tell my guys this all the time, everything in life, personally and professionally, is founded on relationship. And relationship is founded on communication, conversation. And so what this coaching program will do is help these young people understand how to relate, mm-hmm. how to communicate together and connect. And that's how we do life. I hope that, uh, that there's some interest in this. If you're interested in this, you can find out a little bit more information, a little bit more in depth on the webinar. Uh, for a webinar we've recorded, and you can see the on the screen or in the show notes a link to the webinar, webinar.generation-youth.com. You can relate to that going forward. I, I am very, very excited about rolling this program out uh, this spring. Uh, I am so incredibly excited about the opportunity to equip people who have a passion to work you. Uh, I'm very, very, very passionate about making sure that people have enough information to do it effectively. Um, There are so many folks who have this passion and they have such good hearts and, and they have good intentions and they're going to do some good things. I'm not going to deny that. Someone with the passion and the right heart, if you're investing in youth, you're going to be, bring some positive things. But you could be more effective. You could be even better at it. And, and we want to help you do this. We're not telling you what you're doing is wrong because anyone who has a passion to help youth is doing right. Anyone who has uh, their heart set on seeing youth thrive and seeing young people reach their potential is doing right, is doing a good thing. We just want to help you make it better. We want to help you influence even more Uh, because what David just said, you know, if you're training one person, they have the ability to impact thousands with their life later. So this is not just an addition thing. Hey, I can impact five people this year through youth coaching or, or 10 people in my youth group or youth organization. And every year I can do 10 people. Maybe I get 20. You have the potential of reaching tens of thousands of people exponentially through the impact that you have on them. So, James, real quick, can I speak to that? Oh, yeah, yes, please do. So research shows that every person on the planet touches 10,000 people in their life, impacts, knows. And so if I coach one young person and they have a positive result and they grow out of that, that's going to impact the 10,000 people they're going to touch in their lifetime. Now, that's just one. If I coach 10 young people and it's a positive impact and they grow beyond that, they're going to each touch the 10,000 people in their life. So indirectly, I've influenced 100,000 people. That's just a, that's just. And so that is, how, that is how we create a ripple effect through eternity, a legacy that lives beyond us. And I've got... Um, uh, one of my mentors early on when I was in my teens, he's passed away now, but I'm still taking those lessons I learned from him, those things he pulled out of me, and I'm using them with people every day. So my, my uncle just turned 93, and my uncle's one of the mentors and key influences in my life. And, uh, he, so I was just sharing with him 
uh, a couple years ago, the impact he had in my life. And because of what he drew out of me, that I was still taking that. And he looked at me and said, so what you're telling me is everywhere you go, you're taking me with you all over the world. <laughs> and I went, yeah. He goes, wow, I didn't know I'd gone that far. And, you know, but, but it was such a great example of just a, one little seed of influence can bear fruit that lives way beyond us. And so that's the power of what we're doing here with this coaching program. I, I love what you said. There's two teachers that had a great impact on my life. And, and I've gone back to them several times um, and told them the things that Generation Ziegler has done, the people that we have trained and the way they've influenced people. And, and I, you know, because of some of them becoming professional speakers and some of them becoming pastors and teachers and, and the ripple effect is going on there. And they say, Hey, a lot of how we do things are based on the training you got at Gen Z. I, I went to Mr. Johnson and Mr. Lane and I said, I just want you to know this all happened because you, you know, were there for me. And because of the impact that you made on me, I was able to carry it forward and do it with other people. It's just such a powerful thing that if, that if you, can pour into someone at that right age, you can exponentially change the world. Um, you know, Matt Rush, who helped me found Generation Ziegler, said, we don't want much out of this organization. We just want to change the world. That's right. And, and going forward on that. David, how can our audience connect with you and, and, and learn about what you do? Maybe to help them personally, maybe to help them as a life coach or something. Sure. They can go to our website at uh, MrAndMrsWright.com. And if you want to email me, it's simply David at MrAndMrsWright.com. And you can learn more about us there. We'd love to talk with you, and, you know, set up a Zoom call or something and uh, get to know you. And if we can help you in any way, work with you, we'd love to do that. And if you want to work with David, some on the youth side of it, go to this webinar and then sign up for our very first class, which will be held at the end of March. You're going to find out all the information you want. If you if you go to this link, webinar.generation-youth.com, you can, you can find out all the information about when it is and what is going on. We want to pour into you in such a way that it overflows your life in a way that you are going to have so much that you're going to be pouring into others. That is our goal, and that's our promise, that we will continue to pour into you with content, with support, with credibility that you need, the confidence you need, so that you can pour into others in a way that, that's really going to change your community, maybe even change the world in a positive way. So please join us on this journey. David, thank you again for being uh, our guest today, and thank you guys for for joining us on this journey today and listening to us talk about the value of coaching in youth. Listen, share this podcast with someone. Someone you know needs to hear this. Please like, share, and comment on it. And we'll see you again next week on The Gen Z Show. Thank you for joining us on The Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Follow us, too, on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, have a blessed day.